<laughs> now that has to be in the start of the pod. Has to be at the start of the pod. Clap fail. Welcome back to another episode of the Here to Listen podcast. You're joined by myself, Max. I've got Jack. Leon. Yo, yo. We've got Adam. Hey, man. And we've got Silent Emily in the room making some editing notes and all that sort of stuff. We've got a producer. We are going up in the world. I feel bad now. <laughs> Why? Because that's twice you've been in the room and I haven't mentioned you. Yeah, I know. I, f- I feel it's bad. Now, I actually I, feel bad. Now. I only done that because I wanted to make you feel bad. You weren't in the last one, so you were not I was standing know. outside there listening against the door. No, I wasn't really. Uh, next time, Emily, you're being mentioned. Like, you're being pointed at now, so you know, you know she's here. So now the viewers are going... Is this lady like they talk you about this? Speak, <laughs> yes. So, yeah, we're back, and you guys have just finished another little pod. So, yeah, I feel man. like I'm just joining the team again. I feel like I got booted out and now I'm back in, back off the subs bench. <laughs> <laughs> but we got a um, actually, before we get into this one, let's just have a little run through of just how we doing. Like, how, how are you doing, Adam? We'll pass it to you first. How you, how you been? Pretty good, yeah, we're good, yeah, yeah, just, just good, complain. nothing going on. Uh, I mean, we sorted out a board game um, thing this weekend, which is already on my mind. As well. that's, that. that's great. I feel like I've played more board games this this month <laughs> than I have in my whole entire life. <laughs> Me and that's too. all thanks to this man right here. And I actually really enjoy him. Like, hey, I'm looking forward to Saturday. Like, right, let's just tell the viewers. So I don't know about your opinions. Like, before we played with Adam... The last good board game that I genuinely enjoyed was when we played around yours, a 1970s I got it balance from the game. Yeah. So I am not a board game guy. I thought they're boring. I play Monopoly, that's all right. You know, it gets me annoyed, splits the family up, whatever. <laughs> and then <laughs> frustration, all right again. But, you know, I was a kid when I learned that. So Adam said to us, board games... You compare board games to a Nokia, what is it, 3090? Oh, you've got to get this analogy right. It was in the previous podcast, but yeah, it was, oh, was Nokia it? 500 uh, being Monopoly and sort of snakes and ladders and stuff, but like the modern board games like the iPhone 11. It's just, it was something that was discussed in my board game group is how do you tell people that don't know about board games how much they've moved on? And that seemed to be a, a popular analogy. It's perfect. And he's not, he's not joking. No, he's not. He is not joking. I don't, know, I don't think there's many people out there that actually, well, I can't speak, I can speak for myself, but I don't know many people other than the people that's in this room right now that actually commit much time to board games. I'm all right, all right. We don't commit a lot of time at the moment, all right? I'm, I'm, I'm coming up, all right? I'm I, this is going to be our go-to <laughs> thing. Like, this is our hobby now. Like, <laughs> you know, this is how it starts. No, 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 no. Not football, This is one man. of five a day now. This is. <laughs> There we go, <laughs> five a day, doing something that makes you feel good and takes your mind off. Not reality. when you're losing. It, Not when Adam yeah. throws the dice in, he gets two pairs and you've got to throw all your dice in. You <laughs> know what I mean? Ooh. Basically, just to paint a picture, some of the games that we've been playing, these board games, they're not even like your Monopolies and that, nah. where you expect a big box and a board and loads of pieces and all that stuff. Some of these games have been pocket-sized games that you could literally have. They're smaller than the smartphone. P- Get it out of your pocket, open it up, a deck of cards, a few dice and a few other bits, little tiny little pieces. And that, on its own, the oxygen one I'm thinking of, Leo, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I'm talking about. I'm taking about. that travelling. You just gave me a There's wicked idea. hours of fun in <laughs> such a small thing. And I think this the reason, again, this is going to lead on to the podcast. We will get round to how you guys are feeling, actually, in a sec, because I just missed you two out. <laughs> yeah, good. Adam <laughs> got the board game in there, and that just sort of <laughs> took us down this rabbit hole. <laughs> but I don't think that kids and that, or even adults, play as much board games as one would or should even because of these things, because these take up so much time. Like, I genuinely even though you've got access to so much stuff, how many times like, do you play games on these anymore? Like, or 
Because that used to be a big but thing. Candy Crush and all that stuff. That sort of took over from board games. It was individual games. People getting hooked on games on the phones and stuff. But it's not inclusive to other people, really, is it? You can share stuff online and that, I suppose, and give them... Ca- I don't even but, know how that's But there's some games but. that aren't even games. There's games that I've had since, like... It's on my iPad that don't even work anymore. It's called Cookie Clicker. And I know people that still play them to this day, but just dis- different versions, like eggs or chickens or whatever. It's a cookie in the middle of the screen, and at the beginning, you tap it. And every time you tap it, you get one cookie. And you've got to get 100 cookies to upgrade this tapper. So then, then you tap it, you get two cookies... But then you can upgrade another thing where when you're not on it, it'll be generating 0.1 cookies a second. So then when you come on it, you've got like a thousand cookies to spend. And then you what do you do it. with the cookies? You just build the cookies to up get more cookies. For, for <laughs> what? For nothing. Can you eat what? them? No, <laughs> for nothing. Oh I've my days. I've never heard of this. Days. That's, that's, that's perfect stuff for the stuff that we're going to get onto. But that's just, just, che- just checking in with you guys. How yeah. are you guys doing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 okay, you, yeah we'll leave that. But yeah, that's how addictive this We'll come back to it. Yeah, definitely, <clears> definitely. Go on, Leon, you go first. Go around. Yes, yeah, so I'd say I'm good. Obviously, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, almost two weeks of being a dad now. So, feeling good. I'm feeling a bit tired. I feel like I'm probably a bit more emotional. I haven't got anything to be emotional about, but I can imagine if like, something was to tip me over the edge, it wouldn't take much at the minute just from being tired, learning yeah, and stuff. Um, but other than that, I feel like we're coping quite oh, well. Oh, what you just said then, like you, you got the emotions and stuff going through you, like that is something that don't get spoke about a lot because apparently, I don't know how much this is true, but obviously the hormones of a female, when they go give birth and stuff, their hormones are yep. all over the place, up and down. They've been carrying this life all this time, like nine months, when they get they, they produce the child. They give birth to the child and then ba- their hormones have got to balance out on that again, get used to sort of normal, normal bodily functions. They reckon that the man goes through that as well. Not as much because they didn't carry the baby, but you're connected in that way. I don't know how much of it's true, but ho- we've all got hormones, let's be honest. Yeah, I don't know about the hormones, but I say there's an energy. So, like, mm. so if she was going low, mm. then I'd notice that, and it might take me low, or it might, I might be up here and not realise, and it might be like a little clash or yeah. whatever. Uh, so I can imagine, yeah, if she is going up and down, I feel like, but I feel like we've been lucky. We're quite synced, I'd say, and it's been. You just jinxed it right there. Yeah. So, <laughs> so far. <laughs> Touch wood. Sounds um, like you're saying your emotions are kind of surface level, and it, you know, if something comes up, or then you might have a few tears, kind of thing. Yeah. Watch Nativity later. There's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a vulnerability to that. It sounds. like. Yeah. So I suppose. Yeah. I probably. I probably kind of do feel a bit vulnerable, but in the sense, not like I'm. Gonna I mean, that we got to pray at him, man. Huh? We got yeah. pry at him. We yeah. got. Do you know what? I was thinking we need to support him. Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> I've got to see the difference. See the difference. See, like um, yesterday when I put the uh, Adam's like, "Oh, yeah, wash your address." In the group chat, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't say it. Don't yeah, say, say it. what Jack put on there online, but you know, I genuinely I even read that. that. You, I, knew, I knew. I knew. I knew what it was, and that's why I spelled it the way I spelled it. Oh man, I had to read it twice. The only problem, though, the only problem with us talking about this is they don't know. They don't know what the joke is. So basically, it was a rude word that he called my road on my street, but he spelled it in a way that it didn't look like that rude word, but then actually sounding it out. (laughs) But but then the funny thing was. Adam then sent the rude word spelt properly with the thing that I added into it separately and then the end of the road. So like... You like clarifying. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Uh, that's what I was saying. I was going, written, you know, really, really not. Just total. Yeah. I love it. And I love it. So yeah, so that was an example of how I thought, oh, yeah, I might be feeling a bit delicate. Because I, even though I read that, I thought... Why did he say that? <laughs> <laughs> that's and what I thought after I, I'd realised. And I know that he wouldn't have meant anything by it. But I was like, I love jokes. it. It's even, what? If I, if so then, then, I, then you know, take a second, like, shake it off, then just put, 
couple emojis, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The light <laughs> Just on that as well, Jack, because I don't want to sound like I'm digging you out, but it's something that I noticed on one of the last episodes of the podcast is that I like that you're the antagonist. You're like you're a bit con- controversial in your way, and I don't feel I can go to that place. Like, and I find that really useful to the team to kind of present, you know, be the devil's advocate, be the slightly, you know. Sometimes, yeah. Adam, it doesn't even come from the heart. All right, it doesn't. It normally I say these things because. I like annoying people mm-hmm. or I like getting reactions from people. I don't know what it is. I think it comes Impulsive. From, yeah, but I th- no, I think it comes from you and mum. Oh, thanks, mate. No, but, no, but it is. Cause well, you stem, like, stems from mum, not me. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know. yeah, well, yeah, but I live with you for plenty of years. <laughs> he did, he did. So yeah. mum loves winding people up. He loves winding people up. Synthesis. I love winding it's, it's people entertainment, up. It is entertainment, yeah. exactly yeah. that. And so it's quite light because I don't because there's there's people that do do wind ups that are like, oh, that's well cruel. Yeah, I don't get any sense of that. No, you ain't known him long enough. Adam. <laughs> You've not known no, there him has long been, enough. I won't go into it. There has been some things I've done over the top, and okay. I've been like, whoa. I feel was. like young man is just trying to find himself in the pecking order. See where do you know what I thought? Was top say, boy? I thought you were going to say, no, look, some of them things don't come from the heart. I say those things because I'm speaking on behalf of some of the viewers that may be thinking those things. Yeah. I thought he was going to say that, but instead he's like, nah, just entertainment. Do it, entertainment, you know, like taking the mickey out of people. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> so, then, Jack, how are you then? I'm good, man. I'm good. I had a wicked weekend, had some poker, watched Little Man fight. Hey, anyone? <laughs> <laughs> anyone that watched the Little Man fight, yeah, honestly, the best boxing fight I have seen that I've actually paid for. I, I, 100% when he's next fighting I'm watching he went in there yeah, tore this guy apart actually tore this guy apart and then at the end you know they showed respect showed that they're like brothers and that or whatever it's a good sportsman but it's like yeah sportsman at the beginning they weren't I mean nah, the, the, yeah. the meetings I don't know how real that was it, it looked pretty real he threw this guy like seven feet across the room and they had like a little scrap and that but when it come down to the fight yeah it, it was no it was no the guy got a couple good hits, but it was there's just like multiple times yeah, where this guy was up against the ropes, just getting banged about. So if you like fight. watching that sort of thing, then tune into the Little Man fight. But that, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that fight, so that's is that I don't know about the stats and that. Do you know how many people view that? Like, I don't compare actually. it to you because it's similar sort of run up to like the when KSI done it with Logan Paul and all that and the boxing, but that that went global. That massive. was massive. That was huge. I'm this is like the that. next. Event since then, Mason and all his mates tuned in for it. Yeah, and that's what, what I would say young, is young teens and then adults. Uh, from the look at it, it was fully independent. So like, yeah, fully independent. They would have like good and bad. Yeah, so they would have been getting all their own money from it and stuff like that, which is I do rate instead yeah, of having to like do it through like Sky Sports and. Isn't it crazy uh, that yeah. you could literally go up and do that if you've got the support and you've got the the social sort of backing, I suppose. Yeah, because what did they both do beforehand? One of them's. Uh, one of them was, I think he's the world champion. And one of them's come out of prison. He, yeah, so this is what... This so is how did this start? So, so he come out of prison, didn't he? Yeah, so I don't know the full story, um, but I have watched a little um, interview of him. So he come out, come out of prison, but he was making videos in prison that went viral. So then when he come out of prison, he just started doing like more viral videos. And then he was just, appear- he was just appearing on different platforms, <laughs> which obviously just building up his profile. Um, but his profile was almost like a sort of gangster type guy like uh, bit aggy see i knew none of this see like, like so like background story. so like yeah so he's been building himself up and then from from how i see him he went a little bit quiet and then this fight come out and then now he's like up here again well he was trying like, to organize the fight for ages he's literally challenging anyone he's like anyone uh, that wants it and he's like i'm happy to fight and i was like fair play some guy challenged him they sort of tried to set it up fell apart the other guy didn't want to fight didn't want to come over to england 
And then this other guy done it, it's Salim, and I think, I couldn't get it up, but I think he's like, he had a belt for some reason, like, I don't know what it was for, but he was meant to be the nuts. And then, yeah, he just got in the ring, and I, I've even got some videos on my phone, I might even put them up in the background, because... Mate, but I wouldn't even, I, I probably wouldn't fight Lickle Man, like, as in, in a boxing <laughs> element. I love the name Lickle oh, Man, because Lickle anytime man. someone says it, Lickle I man. said to Mason yesterday, because he was talking about it, I was like, are you talking about the Lickle Man fight? And they just, my dad looked at me, and he's like... What? <laughs> uh, little man fight? No, little man. Yeah, I like little. Little, little man. Well, wicked and bad. It's <laughs> <laughs> actually sick. I love anyway, it. Anyway, so we actually get it. Yeah. Right, yeah. Sick weekend. Done. Feeling good. Just had a good pod. Another good pod coming up. I'm yes. all good, man. Cool. That actually, longer than I gone. I'm not feeling good. You're not. Not not as good as I was three days ago. Nice. I like where this is going because I watched something that's changed my life forever. And that's basically what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. And the reason why I'm actually so, I'm, I'm a little bit, um, what's the word? Scared. No, no, no. A little bit. You know when you're smug and you're like, mm. <laughs> because let's oh, be yeah. honest, right? You can call me a liar or whatever, but although I am a sucker to what we're about to talk about still, because slave to it, whatever, I've been talking about what we're about to talk about for the last three and a half, four years. Sometimes with tutors, students on sessions, and just colleagues and friends. But it's been it's been talked and spoke about for ages and ages and ages. And it's u- usually spirals down to or stems from social media in general and the dark side. And I think that was the first documentary that I'd seen, which got me start, uh, which started to get me on the path of thinking about this and looking at the dangers of the social media and what comes with that, the artificial intelligence and all this sort of stuff. But it was you two that actually said to me about two, three years ago, but yeah, but what are you going to do about it? Like, what can you do? Are you going to get everybody to start listening and not use <coughs> it, for example? It's never going to happen. Like, we've been brought into this world, or a lot of people have been born into this world where it's just been there. Social media's been there. Technology is always evolving. What are you going to do about it? And it's like, well, actually, you're right. What am I going to do about it? But it seems like this year is the year that it's been spoken about more so. And it was the programme that um, I would see on Netflix, documentary slash... I don't know what you'd call it. It's almost like a movie. Uh, it's got parts of a movie. They've created a movie for it, and there's a lot of people that have created these platforms and had stuff to do with the building of the corporations that do the social media, the Snapchats, your Instagram, your, your Facebooks and that. And they're discussing a lot about the problems, the issues, the, the positives, the negatives, all of the stuff. But then in between those segments, they actually play like a movie, didn't they? Yep. And I watched that. It come up in my suggested... Uh, <laughs> in my suggested oh, thing, we'll get it? to in a minute, and it was top ten ranking in the UK apparently on Netflix. So if you haven't seen it already, I no doubt it's going to pop up on your newsfeed, or you might see it. You might hear people talking about it. I know that tutors have been getting their students to watch it because it is a powerful, powerful. It's message. an eye opener, isn't it? It's an eye opener. What's I watched called? this social dilemma. So I watched it knowing that I'd seen and heard most of the stuff before, but it it displays it in a more visual way. I'm very visual. The way that it displays on the screen, it's so visual to the point where it's freaky and a little bit scary. And I told Jack to watch it, and I told him the reasons why he should watch it, and told him about some of the stuff that I'd heard on it, that these artificial intelligence is so advanced and, and been working for so many years that actually some of the people that were born into this world with social media at the forefront of their sort of you know act, access to just social media from a young age are they actually in control of what it is they like and dislike? Because they've been getting pushed these notifications all this time and they're basically getting moulded from AI almost. 
And Jack was like, no, no. And he was well against it. I watch what I want to watch and I do this. And he's laughing now. Look, he's grinning. And this is why I feel a bit smug. Because he come in yesterday and he's completely gone full circle. And now he's on my wavelength. And he's like, I need to sort this out. This tell is getting a bit dark. Tell us about it, Jack. Tell us about yeah. it, Jack. So he, he said to me, I said, yeah, I watch the videos. Like, I love watching skiing videos, stunt videos, fails, you know. All, all this sort of stuff on my Instagram. That's pretty much all I use it for now. I, I don't really like checking up on what people from school were doing. Like, I, I normally just breeze past them because why, why, why does it matter? <coughs> but with the videos and that, I thought that I enjoyed watching them. I thought I enjoyed dedicating hours of my days to, to watching these because you know it's like they're funny and they're fun and they do mad stuff but then I, that after watching this it's it said that a group and the age range between 1996 and 2000 you know this was the hardest group that first got hit because it was in their adolescence now I'm in that group so I f the way it sort of made me realize that the only reason I like watching these videos is because there's a computer on the other side of this screen that has algorithms that are trying to work out what I like and it's sending me things that it thinks I like to test whether I like it. And if if I end up watching that video or I spend a certain amount of time on it, then it knows that I, I like that video and then it's going to line up another video that's like that for me to watch it again. Mm. And then that's how it sort of gets you addicted. And I didn't think I was addicted. I didn't think I'd have to watch these videos. But since yesterday or the day before that I've not been doing it, I've actually literally been sitting there and I'll be like, oh, message from my dad. Yeah, cool. And then it'll be, go on Instagram without even thinking about it. And then I'm scrolling without even thinking about it. And I'm like, I said I weren't going to do it. Like, put, put the phone, oh, put the phone down. Why, why can't I just put the phone down and not look at those? I don't need to look at those videos. And, I, and then I'm starting to think, I was chatting to Tyler. He's like, yeah, but yesterday. He's like, yeah, but I like watching those videos. And like, what else would you do? And I'm like, well, maybe if I didn't watch those videos for hours a day, I'd actually be doing some of the stuff that I'm watching in real life and actually experiencing this sort yeah. of stuff. thing is, when you said about like, you see, so you just explained what they're doing. So you click on a video and then the algorithms will realise that you like that. So they're going to Not push just that. Yeah but, they'll, yeah, but they'll push more your way. So this is for the viewers is more so. So they'll push more your way and people are probably going, what's wrong with that? That's cool. Because they're now they're, they're learning what I like. Why is that a bad thing? It didn't mean it didn't start off to be a bad thing. Ah, uh, but it's not what you like. It's what you are engaged with. Mm. So it doesn't matter if you like it, whether you hate it, whether you love it. With like it could be any emotion, but as long as that emotion connects you to this phone and it makes you react or makes you do something, or keeps you happy, keeps you on it, keeps you on it, mm. then they're happy. They don't care if like. Like that, the film says, like it, it shows you a picture of your ex with a new partner, and it's making you sad. You're probably gonna look at it because, like, you, like you feel like you need to, like, I don't know, something inside you, like, oh man, I gotta see that. But then you're hooked, then that you're sad, and then and then you're scrolling more, and then they show you something happy to bring you up, and then and then they'll show you something sad, <laughs> and then it, just to keep you on there. Basically, playing God. That's what <laughs> yeah, they're doing. No, no, genuinely, they're, they're basically playing God. And and what Jack just said there, where okay, they sent. A notification you might so you just come out of a long-term relationship a longest term relationship and then yeah a notification comes up and it's your ex is in a relationship now you might think that that's come up as a, it's just coincidence or, or whatever but they've, there's someone or the, not someone but, but the, the, AI. The, the ai has worked out that you spent a lot of time with that person previously you've had photos with that person facial recognition that all comes into it everything mm -hmm. there's everything. so much so much 
complexis, what's the, what's the um, <coughs> complexity? Complexity. Complexity, yeah. there we go, yeah. There's so much to this that actually it was not a coincidence. It wasn't just by chance. She didn't send that notification so you see it. They have put two and two together and thought this could generate a reaction. Yeah. Good or bad, we're going to engage this person because yeah. they're going to want to see what's going on. And that's the dark side of it. Like we could but talk. That's not even the dark side. That is. No, no, that's where it stems from. Yeah. Stems, yeah. So they're saying like it's it's so mad. So they're saying that companies now have approached Facebook, not just companies, countries like Russia being one of them, have approached Facebook and said, We want this demographic of demographic of people to believe this or to do this or people that believe or follow some sort of conspiracies, we want you to send them these images. So then it will go through all the algorithms and it will check your last... F it won't even need to because it's already got them there, but it will have checked every single post you've ever done or every single thing you've ever looked at. And if you've got, like, I don't know, conspiracy theories in there, they'll show you these posts that these people want you to see to get you to believe certain things. So fake news, uh, spreading stuff about the election in, like, 2016 in the USA. Apparently Russia got... President Trump elected by paying Facebook like millions of dollars to influence their population. So like, it's not just about keeping you addicted to the app and making money off you. It's about changing what you, you're manipulating you to do things in real life. And, and that is what changed it for me because I'm sitting there thinking, am I choosing what I like? Like obviously I, I'm choosing what I do day to day and all this sort of stuff. Like it's not brainwashing me in that way, but it's just subliminal small little things like, Buying certain products or that sort of stuff, like, has it actually changed my personality in the slightest way? And if it has, I don't want it. Sorry. Whoa, you boys went on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we were... Um, so I feel like we need to add a little, maybe a little bit of context. So the show is literally just about how social media is shaping and controlling people's minds, basically. Mm. Um, but So what it does, as Max was saying, about it shows you, like... Um, oh, so it's got people that are acting and they're acting as if they were behind the screen. Mm. So like every time you do something and you did say this to me a few like when you was it dark side of social media yeah, yeah. and I watched it and they said there's hundreds of people behind that app trying to figure out ways to keep you on that app. Yeah. So like when you said that, so like since then for like last two years I've had a timer on my Instagram and Facebook and uh, one of the games I like to play on my phone just because like I know that they're trying to but. I still click over that limit. So it says you've reached your half an hour 15 limit. 15 minutes extra. Extra 15 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> or like sometimes like on a weekend or whatever, I'll hit the limit in the morning and I'm like, oh, well, Saturday, I just open it up to give myself full access to the apps all day. Like just indulge. To do what? To indulge in what? Indulge in my addiction in a little to bit social of media. Dopamine. <laughs> Every time I look at something fun, it's just like. Oh. But yeah, but what the show does, it, it just shows how the people that are talking behind the scenes, if they were having a conversation, they're literally discussing ways for you to look at your phone. Yeah. And Can you remember which they were? There was four guys when there. One was to make them happy. One was for sad, I mean, emotions, I think. And then there was the ads to rev create revenue. Yeah. And then there was another robot that was like yeah. to keep you engaged. <coughs> and they, like Leon said, they've put these actors in to make it more visual, like I yeah, said, yeah. For, for someone like myself. But actually, they're not actual human beings behind this thing. If they were, it probably wouldn't be as dangerous. Because no. AI is so intelligent that again, it's not necessarily going to be dangerous. And going to referring to the um, yeah, people wouldn't physically have to do that. Well, it wouldn't. This yeah. is what uh, Elon Musk was saying on Joe Rogan's podcast that I tuned into last night, and it's about like 
the dangers is not so much the AI, it's what the humans could end up doing with the, the AI. AI. Obviously, once the AI is out the bottle, out the genie's out the bottle, they said it's, it's out. Done. It's that intelligent that it's going to create... It constantly learns. C- it's continuously learning, yeah. So it, it, it will... Where you've got like human humanity has quite a big hold on intelligence or did have over these last over the last decade, that amount of intelligence that humans have got is decreasing massively and the AI intelligence it's is getting growing. bigger and bigger and bigger. So before you know it, it's gonna figure out like it wait, that don't need it already knows that it doesn't need a human to imp- to power this and all that yeah. sort of stuff. It's just like yeah, Elon said like this is why you should never kick a robot. And it's like, they started laughing that it's like because they have really good memories. Like, they don't forget. So everything, and this is a scary bit, so everything, so Jack, just, we use Jack as an example. Um, 12 years old, you had social media, mm-hmm. right? Younger than 12, probably. Yeah. Yeah, so ever since you was like, let's say 10, Yeah, 11, it knows what I've done. It's known everything you've done, every time you've clicked that screen, how long you spent viewing at a certain picture. It mm-hmm. gets as deep as that. So you could spend 20 seconds looking at a picture of someone that you like the look of, that's made a note of that. Yeah. So the chance of you seeing that person again will be highly likely because it knows that you Even engage. Even if you didn't like it. Yeah, but yeah. you don't have to like it. You don't have to give it a thumbs up or a love heart. You don't have to do that. You just have to, your eyes, and what's <laughs> important here, how long that screen stays open on that post before you start to scroll on. Um, and that's a, that's a worrying thought. And this is where it comes into the thing where I said to Jack, it's like, how do you know you like what you like? Because they've spent... All those years since you was 11, 10, say 10, all those years since you was 10 to the age you are now, that's a decade over, like they've spent all that time moulding and shaping to what they know you like or what will keep you engaged, yeah. which is going to have and the more an that you engage it's going to condition you in a way. Yeah. yeah. The more you engage in it, the more money you make them. Yeah. Yeah. That's so that's, that's why funny. they say we are... The users. No, we, no, we was the, the users. We went from being the users to being the product. So yeah. one of the guys that was on it, he was describing it as if like, right, we've cleared out all the oceans. We've cleared, like, we've ruined the environment. Now they're like, the final resource is the human mind. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're mining. They said they're literally mining the human mind and <coughs> like the human attention and then mining their attention from humans physically mm. and making money off of that. So it's the final mm-hmm. resource before... He was quite doom and gloom. So he was like, almost, it's like the final resource before... Mm. Chaos, basically. Well, that's what and Elon said. <coughs> gone. So, uh, I mean, Leon, you've been in sales before as well, and I've heard yep. Chris talk about taking up um, mental real estate. Is yep. that a concept you're aware of in yeah, sales? Yeah, yeah. You know, and is 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 that linked in any way? Like, I suppose so. So, how Chris explains it is like, so McDonald's. Everyone, not everyone eats McDonald's, but the majority of people will grab a McDonald's. But what McDonald's do really well is they advertise all the time. So they're always planting a seed of a McDonald's in your head. So even if you haven't had a McDonald's, you'd be like, oh, I haven't had McDonald's for like six months, I'm doing good. You're always going to see an advert for it. Mm. And then you know it's going to taste nice. So then they're just constantly planting a seed in your head, which is buying up a little space in your in your brain. So then the more you see it around, mm. the more likely you are to give in to that craving to go. I see parallels though, because yeah. like we're constantly bombarded with adverts on our timelines and all that oh, sort yeah. of stuff. Sounds like the same thing. It's just like a digital version. <laughs> yeah. That's how mad is it that those adverts that pop up on your phone are going to be completely different <coughs> to ones on my phone? Mm. Never going to be the same. No, but that see that's not a bad thing. For Again, me. it's not. It's tame. Yeah, I like personal stuff. Like I like seeing stuff that I'd want to buy. I don't care about buying all the stuff. Like I don't know whatever it is that I wouldn't buy. Like, I don't know, buggies and that will come up for you. I don't want buggies right. and that to come up for me. So let's say you like watching videos, <coughs> yeah? Mm-hmm. Right, and then 
let's say a survival video come up. I feel like that's something that you might want to watch. Yep. Right. So you watch a survival video. The next week you watch, well, they show you a video that's showing you almost like the end of the world is probably going to happen just because it might do. Because that's, if you are watching survival videos, that's probably what you're going to want. Yeah. So then the next week, a survival pack comes up on your adverts and you buy that. Mm hmm. Now you've got a survival pack. Would you have bought that without all those seeds? No, so maybe like, not. That's the that's scary it, thing yeah. of it. So it's led, it's led to that point, and they know they've pre-planned it because they've already tested the algorithms to what you are going to be yeah. clicking. That's 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 when then people are behind the screen and they're like, yeah. "Have you tried this though?" And they're like, "No, quick, push it his way." It's like, boom, put an ad there, and they're like, "Didn't click it. Try another one." See, boom. We make it. We, we have simplified it quite a lot, like checking like how long you look at photos and that. Like that's not just what they're doing. The, the amount of data that they're taking is everything they can like every single bit of data they of can everyone of everyone and how they correlate it is the same and like it's got so smart that they don't even know what it's doing anymore and while we're sitting here it sounds all really conspiracy like and and like these facts and that they might not all be true you know we're, we're talking about something that we've watched and we're trying to relay the information back so definitely watch it but the people in these videos they're not people like us that have done some research or hate Facebook or have had a bad thing with it or anything like that. These are people... That co-invented it. That Yeah, that invented... So one of them's the guy that invented the recommended for you on YouTube. One of the guys is the guy that monetized Facebook. The, one of the guys... Like, these are guys that were solely involved in the creating of these apps. They won't let their kids touch it. They won't let... They, they're going out their way to destroy or change the companies not, that they yeah, created no because they see the good yeah. in social media like we say like it helps so many people reach family you know connect grow business all this sort of stuff but that because there's no regulations it's just gone down a dark hole it's unethical and now it's they're unethical saying. yeah it was it was an unethical monster aren't they sorry max uh, they're saying everyone that jack's talking about when they were in the company, they were creating it to do good for the people. Yeah. So like the recommended for oh well it'd be a good idea if there's videos that come up like and then the yeah. like think like the like button and stuff like that. Like yeah, all so good ideas he said for that, the didn't benefit he? of humanity. But now it's like it's been taken like as a good idea to make money from and then now the business is behind it and it's just working as a business. I don't care about anything else yeah that's it it's all money but but that's every it. business every business that has been around for a long time has got things in place to make sure it is ethical and to make sure they're not mining too much oil too quick and all this sort of stuff is in place but because social media is so new there's no regulations they can do what they want there and the guy says when in the when in humanity has a handful of like 40 people from one area of the world, one tiny area, area, Silicon Valley, changed the minds of so many people over the whole world. It's never been never been done before. So he's saying like, if one group has control over the whole world, a small bit, then think about the damage that they could do and the damage that they are doing. And then it shows you like all the mental health stats. Like it gets to 2011. Suicide. Yeah, and bang. That was scary. Bang, like literally, it was mental health, it's stable <coughs> for like 100 years, whatever, and then bang, hits 2011, Facebook's release, young people start getting involved, suicides jump up like 180%. And then again, for girls aged 10 to 14, 180%. And then boys the same, and, and younger boys the same. And it's just like, you can clearly see that this is like a big role in mental health. And, and there's nothing on. that's been put in place to sort of change that. 
people will still say that the reason there was a spike in mental health and blah, blah, blah is because people are open about talking about it now. Or diagnosis. Yeah, I thought of that argument. It's but not. Yeah. I th- people will say that. And I used to be one of those people. What do you mean? That people are open to about talking it because there was so much publicity and celebrities coming forward about it and people were seeing and learning. Yeah, but that wouldn't change it. the suicide stats. That's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah, that like suicide stats in my head would stay the same because... Like if you're not if coming out about it, so yeah, what? So if everyone, all these people, let's say this is the I'm on about the spike in mental health disorders. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but, uh, yeah, but yeah, the suicide thing's the same though. It's the same stats, but yeah, again, like what you're saying. It so if the line was going straight and then social media came in and the line was still going straight and everyone was talking about mental health, but the line was still here, then it wouldn't make a difference. But because it's just gone up, then what you're saying is exactly right. Mm. So. Yeah, it's always just mad it is mad can i ask about like um I've, I've noticed some trends on youtube over the last month particularly and i've i've seen more adverts than ever and i've only used the xbox for watching youtube and i do notice a difference between the different apps that you've got um and i've got one that keeps coming up every time i go on a video which is uh there's a there's a retail outlet i can't remember the name of it but, but, but it's near Bullingdon Jail anyway. Um, but the uh, it's a five-second one, and it's a, a mother and a daughter wandering into a shop, and they look like they're clothes shopping. How is that tailored for me is the f- kind of first point I want to make. Secondly, I got into a bit of gambling earlier on in the year, and it's the first time I've ever done it. Went on like Skybet, all that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. great. And it didn't work out for me. I was like, I didn't like this. This is not good. Like, I'm not gaining much money. You know, I, I lost, you know, say 100 quid. But in my last week of deciding to do it, I got 70 back. And I'm like, right, I've just lost 30. That's fine. I'll lose 30, yeah. you know. Ever since then, all my YouTube stuff has been very bet related. And I wondered if it, it was just me and it was tailored for me or that was like a COVID thing where there was like a heightened amount of people getting involved in gambling. Have you seen maybe gambling stuff? I have done betting, not a lot. But ever since I have done betting, I get betting apps. And I feel like it's one of those things where they feel like if you've done it once, yeah. it's something that they can Also, remember what we've just on. been talking about? Like, it's only going to be specific to him. Yeah. You so I started wondering if, yeah, like, everybody else is no, getting loads of, like, betting apps. This is what we're no, saying. Yeah. If you can't, re- like, we literally just spoke about this, and this is what I mean. Even you was going, thinking back then and not going back on what we're saying. So almost contradicting what we're saying. It doesn't matter whether you can find a sim, um, reason f- or connection to what you're seeing. You said about a mother and a daughter. You've often spoke about, to us, or not often, but you've mentioned a couple of times, not having kids. And y- it's not been the thing that you spoke. So you've had those conversations out loud. Phone's listening, right? Let's be honest. Mm, the phone's yeah. always listening. You can turn Siri off, but that is another bug that they've mm. got where no matter what's said, what's spoken, the camera, it all goes into a data sort, into a, um, a hive, like a... Massive that, that, computer. That, that, oh, that, that warehouse. That's scary. <laughs> There's a five-storey warehouse, bigger than those Amazon ones that you see. This is like miles, miles. Like It's, it's humongous. Five floors, five storeys high, completely servers stacked out with yeah. servers, yeah, hard drives. It is, it's scary to see it, isn't it? Like, just, just miles of it. And that's everything. And then at the end of the thing, it shows you, doesn't it, that they, there's this box that these three guys are working on you and they've got your avatar. And it zooms out. And then that box is just oh, a tiny, that's a, that tiny, makes me go tiny oh, chip <laughs> on the motherboard inside another tiny little hard drive. And it gets wider and wider. And then you see that there's 
a you, billion people in or, the world, yeah. yeah, all in this little like this massive computer, and like everyone's just being generated, everyone's just being watched, everyone's being assessed. It's the motherboard, and it's yeah. like the, the, the mother load or whatever they want to call it. But when that pans out, I forgot yeah. about that bit because yeah. you the whole movie, the whole documentary of um, Social Dilemma is it's a family of four. Five that the movie's yep. about. You got the mum. Don't really see the dad. I think you know you do. The, the yep. two teenagers and then the younger sibling. Yeah, um, but it's all it's all to do with him really, isn't it? The lad, the yeah. teenage lad. So he's the one that you can see on the screen, and they're, they're the one. They're, he's the one they're trying to keep engaged in that. But yeah, when that zooms out and you just see how many. how many people would be on that because you, you're so fixed on that tunnel vision of watching his story, you forget that actually this is Everyone. anyone that's got a smartphone. Yeah. Anybody that's got a smartphone, that is another version, an extended version of yourself. Yeah. Like that is your phone will have just as much information about you than what you've got up here. Yeah. Like literally. Yeah. But this is a different the, way. This is where the the problem lies, right? And this is the scariest bit for me. Is we've all talked about conspiracies. We've all seen and heard of fake news. We know that when we talk to students and we go within schools, like a lot of young people are, are more inclined to believe fake news or or believe the beliefs of of people that are promoting that my little boy for example come back um when lockdown first happened um he come back saying that it weren't it's not real the virus is not real like bear in mind he was like it's, it's, it's not a teenager <laughs> yet it's not real it was man-made uh, and it's a conspiracy that it was china and blah 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 right this was like after about two three weeks where do you where do you where do you hear that i said to him and he's like one of my friends sent it to me. It was a video on Instagram or something. So like, boom. So that's 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 just something that happens, right? So kids are going to be more open to access, have more access to this sort of stuff. But the problem lies where AI doesn't know the difference between truth or false, true true mm -hmm. facts or, or fiction or whatever you want to call it. Just sees what people are reacting against. It exactly. sees what people are engaging in and what keeps them engaged the longest. Therefore. Because fake news seems to get a good reaction, not even a good reaction, it keeps viewers engaged, gets people sharing videos. They are pushing fake news more than yeah, what anything was else. It was, it was a mad percentage. It's like three times more. Three something. times more. And this is, three times he said, we're living in a world yeah. now where we as humans do not even know what's real or fake because we're getting fed this information, which is so believable. And it's whether it's man-made information or information that these robots have put together because they know it's captivating. Obviously, is, that just scares me. Like even the content they're showing to you is so similar to like how mainstream media would be yeah. like showing to you as well. So they show it in like almost the same light, and you're mm. watching it, and it's it's hard to tell the difference, even for someone. Well, you don't know the truth. Well, I someone could be conversation. Saying this and yeah, Trump could be saying that, and. Obviously, Trump's supposed to be telling the truth because he's a President. man in power, yeah, um, and he should know everything. Uh, and then this guy's saying this, but then this guy's actually backing it up with facts, facts and stuff like that. And you're thinking, well, he's just saying that, and this guy's actually backing everything. And he's up bringing and up he's documents, yeah, and he's yeah, doing yeah. this. But, and and he's that's doing what that. I mean. And then you look at those documents, and you think, are these documents even real? Yeah, like I've, so I've watched so many videos and said to people, and they're like, yeah, but that's so. That, how do you know that's not fake? And I'm like, I don't, but. The facts are more than what anyone else is saying. You know what I mean? They've always said this as well, but then I actually got the brain power, the, men, the to time work it out. to actually sit there and put that amount of work in. But because as human, as humans, as again, we're becoming, we've got so much going on. Like to actually put that much time into something, 
that hasn't already been researched. That's a lot, a lot, a lot of work. Whereas again, like you're up against robots. Yeah, so that's <laughs> what I mean. It, it, that's what scared <laughs> me. Against well. AIs, mate. Said like every time you look into your phone, you think you're looking at Facebook and you're looking at funny videos and you're looking at your friends and your family and you feel safe. But really, when you look at that screen, you're looking directly at a multi-million dollar computer that is taking in everything that you're doing. Every single thing you're doing, it's taking in, it's analysing, and it's trying to create something to keep you looking at it. And I'm like, mate, it is. Every time <laughs> I look at it, it is looking at me. I can, I can feel it staring at the me. the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like talking, going back to like, separating what's real and what end and, and getting like fake news and stuff. Like I literally had a chat with Emily this morning about um, like kids separating fantasy from reality, for example. So mm. yesterday, last night, so it was very fresh, last night, this has happened to me a few times with both my kids, both different ages, um, but my little girl turned around and said, it was just after Dumbledore got pushed or fell off the building. You know, oh, yeah, got yeah. murked, you mean? By Snape, by Snape yeah. yeah. And uh, she was like, so is he dead in real life? Like, genuinely, she did not, she, she just didn't know. She was yeah. like, so does that mean he's dead in real life? Like, I'm like, no, you don't. I'm like, this is not real. This is this is a movie. You know, like in And then the she's podcast, like, Harry Potter's not real? Yeah. <laughs> what? <Yeah>. Dobby? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, literally. But I've, I've, I've told him time and time again that, look, some things you, you see on TV will be real. Uh, they might show snippets of actual footage and rah, 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 but a lot of the stuff, and if, even if they're based on true events, it's still actors it's, that are playing yeah. those people. Um, but that's something that's come up. And when you look at that, or, and I know there'll be a lot of parents out there that have had kids that say similar things, like when you look at that, and if they're struggling to sort of come to terms with that, or not to come to terms with it, but to actually to separate Graph the difference, it, yeah. yeah. You look at some of the news stuff that we get fed, and you said that it looks very much like the main um, mainstream media news and all that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, to stuff. a young mind. Never going to know. Never going to know. Like, they're not going to know what's right, what's wrong. So we can get them to question everything, but then they're going to spend their whole lives second-guessing, questioning well, that's, everything. Well, that was what I was saying. Saying, look, it's all well and good. These companies having these things in place to keep you on the apps, you know, they're, they're a business. At the end of the day, they want to make more money. Right? And this is how they make more money, is by keeping you on the app. And the guy's saying, look, it's, it's all fair, but you're making money and you're keeping them on with the slight bit of deceit. So... You're not telling them what's going on. No one knows this is going on. And that's part of the the whole problem is because you, you're getting all this stuff fed to you without even realising it's happening. If they said to you, look, this is what we're doing, at least now, like, I'm, I'm conscious of it. You know, I'm, I'm not sitting there for hours and I'm not wondering why I'm stuck there for three hours on my phone because I know that I'm on the phone because I'm addicted to it because they've made me addicted to it. Mm. But they're saying that all these young people that have grown up with it, they're grown up with slight lies and slight deceit so their whole foundation of communication is going to be based on small amounts of deceit and lies and manipulation and things like that and they're saying imagine your brain having to cope with constant manipulation and constant changes about what you want to watch and and dopamine and being up here and down there and all that sort of stuff that it's going to do something to the human brain like the guy was saying that we're made to be in a natural world like eat natural things like do natural things. We're not made to sit there and get this information like yeah, that bit planted in our brain. Interesting, because he also says like <coughs> you're not built to interact with so many people. Yeah, really. yeah, that's what he says you as well. Like, you should have like maybe a village. The Dunbar's like, number, yeah. Dunbar's number. It's like an X amount of like that you can cope with, and we're well beyond that. Yeah, yeah. So like, I think it's like hundred to a yeah. thousand people that we might 
come in contact with in our lives. But now it's like tens of thousands like can see stuff like and see you yeah. or if you fall over and it goes viral, obviously all you're thinking as a young person, everyone's taking a mick out of me like that must be. Yeah, because he talks hard. about um, tribe um, where you get like, what's it called? Approval, like tribe approval, that's it. So like humans are built like to get tribe approval. You do something good, the tribe appreciates recognition. you. Recognition, that's recognition. it. Yeah, so everyone appreciates you've done something good. And you're like, yes. And then someone else does it and, and you appreciate them and, and it's sort of passed around. But when there's, you can put something out, you can get so many people appreciating it, which is good, but then you can get so many people that are just digging you out and, and giving you hate for or, no reason. Or you get nothing and that creates and depression creates as well. And, yeah. and, and like a mental state that you're not good enough. You've got no purpose. You're not, you've not got that recognition. They started off, the like thing was all come from a good place. Like yeah. That's what they said. The like button on Facebook come from a good place. They yeah. wanted people to get that hit of dopamine. And well, they wanted I, I, wanted, feel good. I, I experienced that recently, Max, with like a guy that I'm into, Harry Mack, on YouTube. Oh, and I've done Awesome. A, I've done Shout out Harry Mack. Yeah, wicked. I've done a like it. for him because I wanted him to know that I liked his stuff. I wanted to provide him with that. Mm. He might not ever see it. And I actually did something I've never done before on YouTube in the whole history is leave a comment for him the other day. Because I'm sitting there watching his videos and like tears are going down my my face because I'm absolutely loving what he's doing. It's just so creative and collaborative and he's spreading so much joy and he's he's doing his... his for a bit of context, he's a, a freestyle rapper and he, he's moved... Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he's moved from Rick. like doing it on the street now and he goes on something called Amigo, I think. I've never heard yes. of this before. But he's doing these and he's just like pressing a button he'll end up randomly talking to someone and say, can you, you know, give me a few words and I can rap through it. And the joy that he gives to these people. Mm. So I was like, I want to give this guy a bit of praise. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel that. And I was like, you, you're doing the Lord's work or whatever, you know, this kind of phrase to describe that you are contributing to other people feeling joyful. Yeah. What a fantastic thing to do including myself of course Which and like you say it come from a good place and like now I've done that Max some algorithm AI thing has gone oh he's commented on that I wonder what other comments he can link to I wonder what other things he can like yeah. like yeah. Yeah. I don't doubt it for a second yeah definitely but it's a shame because it has come from that good place but yeah. that's what I mean yeah. but then again like what you're saying right there that is a perfect reason why social media is actually a really good thing mm. it does it spreads joy you know you, so what like you look at a nice video and it'd be wicked just to look at that video and be like, oh, that was wicked. And then, like, you're back and, and you're back in the real world, blah, blah. Mm. But it's not. You look at that and you're like, that is awesome. And then it's like, oh, oh, another one. Mm. Another wicked video. And another one. And then two hours later, sitting there, I've got to get off this. And then you put it down and then you sit there for five minutes. I think we need to talk about some solutions, boys. Well, we I was doing? literally thinking that exact thing. We haven't okay. really got... The only solutions we can offer is those that the experts <laughs> give at the end of Social Dilemma. And this is another reason to definitely watch it. Any parents, young people, anyone that's in... Anyone slave, that's got Facebook. Anyone that's a slave to the phone, should we yeah. say. And Leon said something really good the other day. He watched a bit of Russell Brand. And Russell Brand said, if you want to know... What is it? If you want to know if oh you're yeah, addicted, so go yeah, on, I'll let you so say. He always talks about addiction and stuff like that. Because I think that's... Like, sort He's of been there, done it. Yeah, 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 yeah they said, if you're not addicted to your phone, put your phone down and leave it and see what your body does. Like, if it starts reaching for it, do you feel like you're lost and like feel how you feel? And if you feel like you're not addicted, do that for a day and then you'll be able to tell if you're addicted or not, basically. Yeah. So I think... Um, it's a good test. I think we should do test. the challenge. Well, I'm going, I'm going further. I'm blacking out next, next week. Shall we do it for a week, all of us? I'm, I'm going month for the family, but not complete. It's just, for, so this is what I was going to say. So there is loads of stuff we can do, solutions and stuff. They give a few of them tips out on Social Dilemma. 
what we have got to do is obviously trust and believe that actually, you know, if Elon Musk couldn't fight against AI, we ain't got a <laughs> chance, right? So, like he said, if you can't beat them, join them, but just be mindful in a way that, like Leon's put um, settings on his phone to turn to. to I've just to decided I'm going a week without, so we'll yeah. catch up next week and I'll yeah. see how I've done. You do that week. I'm going to literally do I'm something that's more it. achievable for my family because I've got kids. I. I I I think it will probably cause more stress and more harm if I went back and said to them, "You're not having any more phones. I'm giving no, you a phone that's got nothing." So within my me, household, yeah. I'm going to literally go seven o'clock comes, go in the box like on the documentary, yeah. put that in the box. You're not seeing that till the morning, like you're not. That's yeah. it done. And I'm going to do that for a week. And if they if they can't do it, if they struggle with that, then it will literally be blackout, blackout. blackout. But myself, um, Sarah, we're not going to do it. I'm going to literally put a post up on Facebook. And put them on Instagram. Not that I'm on them a lot, but any handle that I've got, I'm going to put a picture up of just the blackness and say, I'm literally going black, whatever you want to call it, for a month or whatever. No post, nothing. Mm-hmm. See what happens. And I would love other people to do it, but even if they can't do that, just be flipping mindful that actually, so, like, well, these are... Steps that you should be doing, first of all. Right, go on. Notifications, turn them off. Yes. That, I, I never had them on to begin with, all right, because it annoyed me. Mm. But... I've seen I, I, Subway Surfers, yeah? It's a game I used to play. I accidentally didn't have them on. I think I clicked allow when I first played it. But I'll be sitting there, and it'd be like, bing, you've got a free star. Put it down, hour later, bing, you've earned this. Bing, and it's like, mate, I, I'm not even, wanna, when I want to play the game, I'll play the game, and it stop bugging me to play it. That's my attitude as well. Yeah, <laughs> so I turned them off. But another thing you've got to be conscious of is... Like TikTok, yeah, I don't have it, but Instagram's just bought this thing called Reels. Yeah. And they've built it so you don't get a break. And the reason they don't want you to have a break, it's like in the casino, they don't have a clock. They don't want you to know how much time <laughs> you spent on it. They don't want you to check. They don't want you to have a, a gap in between these two videos where you can go, what's the time? Or how long have I been on this? Or I need to do something. Because they just want you to go, oh, next video, next video. So don't go on them. Um, notifications. Notification. Off. Avoid Reels if you can. Just be mindful. It's funny. There's just a yeah. thing come up. It, both of us Which went on that. Like, shall I read my notifications? You don't now? have to, <laughs> but I mean, it's just like, amazing that as soon that? as it goes up. I'm, I'm okay with, because uh, that's family. Yeah, because you're talking to yeah, people. That's what I mean. Communication's like, all right. The next one is Boohoo Man, exclusive offer, 30% off. <laughs> one below that is JD, 40% off. And the other one is YouTube. Uh, what does YouTube say? It's we got a new video just for It's you. one of the channels that I do occasionally watch. So it's like, they're just telling me that they've got a video, which... Would I have gone and searched that independently? Probably not. But now I know that video's that, there. That's reminded me, though, as well, that the longer you leave your phone, I know obviously it makes sense that there'll be no more notifications, but the more consistent they'll come through and the quicker. Because when that lad puts his phone in that box and he, his mum says, if you can go a week without your phone, I'll pay for your new screen. And he's like, yes, yeah. loving it. And two days in, he's like, he walks down to the kitchen to get some milk late at night, doesn't he? Yeah. And he's... Yeah, I'll maybe add coming from the box and he looks... And it was his ex-girlfriend, yeah. wasn't it? Or something. Yeah, yeah. So then he's back into oh. it. But the guys, the robots that were trying to get him, because they was like, hang on a minute, whatever his name is, I'll call him Bob, I can't remember his name. He's like, Bob ain't looked at his phone for like f- two days. What's going on? They're freaking out. The algorithm's yeah. going, oh my God, what's going on? We push him something, push him something. So they're pushing all these different things. You've just had two advertisements, JD and Boohoo Men, right? 
It could have been just random, but I guarantee that sort of stuff, if you're not on your phone for a long period of time, say more than five hours, six hours, you're going to start getting prompts Ooh. to pick that That's up. That's a notification oh, thing. I was about to say, it? Does, does it come through when you're on it? Do you ever get JD notifications when you're on it? Or I think, yeah, I do. Um, I, but the thing is, I would say now they're not really that successful, but like five years ago when I was buying clothes all the time, like going out, so I always... He's a dad them. now. Yeah, I like, always <laughs> wanted like nice clothes and I like, had the disposable income for us like trying to save and stuff like that like i would have been buying clothes weekly so like if that 25 percent come on i would have been on there and i'd have bought a t-shirt for like six seven pound just because boohoo man's pretty cheap so like just would have got a t-shirt or like asos i definitely like used to have like asos um so for if you pay a tenner you get a year's free next day delivery so every time a little notification come up i'd probably go and look on it because i'd be like well Delivery is free, whatever, like, I can literally just pay for that item and it's going to be with me tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. But, like, now, obviously, like, I'm, to be fair, I'm just more aware of it. Like, so, like I said, we've watched that dark side of social media and phones and stuff. So I've been probably more aware of it in the last few years. So it doesn't affect me so much. But before, when I was unconscious to it, that's when it was probably more detrimental to me. Yeah. So we, we are definitely more awake than what we ever have been in regards to this. Fines. I'd highly just recommend that that dark side to social media. That was on BBC or something about three, four years ago. I'd recommend anyone to watch that. It's not as captivating, it's not as visual as um, Social Dilemma. But when you look at the notifications going off and that dopamine hit you was on about, like... Having your phone next to you when you're working at a computer, for example, you're on an assignment, like you have not given that all your um, thought process, you're not putting all mm -hmm. your time and energy into that. Even if you believe you are and your phone's on silent and you haven't looked at it for an hour, you might even Still get, we ticking. talked about it the other day, oh, you get yeah. the phantom pings, you get phantom vibrations that in your leg, you your like body. And if that ain't a sign of addiction and stuff like that, that's just... What is, yeah. What is like you're getting dings going off in your brain that ain't even happening. Yeah. Vibrations on in the your leg, leg when your phone is not in your pocket. Yeah, that it's is in mental. your coat on the that door handle. Do you know what I mean? But you're still getting the vibration feeling. I know. Crazy, and that's all on that BBC documentary. Oh, is that on that? Yeah, one, was the it? dark side. To I haven't seen that. Yeah, one. dark side to social media, and then you've got the one on Netflix that we recommend. You know, the social, social dilemma. dilemma, and also Joe Rogan's podcast, the one where he talks to Elon Musk. Very beneficial, super or out there. If you want to know what the future is going to look like, <laughs> watch that podcast. Like genuine, because that guy knows. Yeah. If Elon Musk don't know, who does? He's making it. He's making it. I got. <laughs> I got another thing. So last night, obviously, I'm doing this thing. I'm not my phone. Every night, I normally go sit in the garden, scroll on my phone for half hour. Literally, just scroll on my phone, sitting in the rain or whatever. I just like sitting outside. But last night, I thought, nah, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go out. I'm going to go for a walk. Or I'm just not going to take my phone. Did take my phone because I needed a flashlight. Mm -hmm. But I ended up walking over the common at half ten at night. It was misty as hell. I literally couldn't see like ten feet in you front of me. You sent me a video. I got that this hey, morning. And it was awesome, man. I was sitting there and I was just, just walking around in it at night. And in I the felt, fog. Yeah, but I, I, it was like I, I, I weren't thinking of anything. I was I was just taking it all just in. Just being. Yeah, just being. I weren't on my phone getting these dopamine hits or anything. Do you know what? I felt relaxed. When I got into bed, I fell straight to sleep. Literally bang, out. That's another thing. Like, if, if you're struggling to sleep and that, if you're having um, disturbed sleep <coughs> and you're not, you're struggling to get to sleep, phone. Yeah. Like, you've got to come off this thing. This is yeah. one of the solutions they said. Phone's off. Like, this is why I said to the kids, at 7 o'clock, turn them off. You've got to be off at least two, three hours before you go to bed, really. Hour before they say, it's like, if you, if you really, really can't, then an hour before. But 
people say turn the settings down, the brightness and all that stuff, so it's not as still bright. Yeah, that is still ticking. It's still ticking. It's still doing it. I, I am one of those guys who sit there like this while it's on charge and then fall asleep with it. There. I've gone in before and seen <laughs> the kids fall asleep like that with a phone around. It makes me feel sick. Well, I, I hate like the phone being anywhere near the bed. If it, again, this is my just me being me, but when you talk about this, when you've done a bit of research and you've seen documentary after documentary, I've seen the power of these things and how they supply power. I think it was Elon again that said that if you put there's there's stuff in the atmosphere now that if you get a strobe light out, you can see things floating about in the air. Like it's because all of the trans the the um, not really radiation, but you know like the, the waves, the signals, and the the waves and all the rest of it, the connectivity that we've got from satellites and stuff. Apparently, there's something that you put a strobe light up, or if it not now, <coughs> definitely will be in the foreseeable future, and you'll see something that is moving at the speed of light. Like that's mad. It's crazy when you think of that stuff. But having that, so my wife used to sleep with this under a pillar. I used to go mental, and she couldn't understand why I'm like, that's getting transi- transmitted. That's yeah. get, that's receiving signal. That's receiving and something them. and sending it. So around this phone right now will be some sort of like things coming in, things yeah. going out because it it is this. We we're not stupid. We can't see it with a naked eye, but so to have that next to your head. Well, no. it, where do where do us guys keep it? Our pockets right yeah, next right to the nuts. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. But it's dangerous as well. I know. I've so, I've seen people saying that you shouldn't keep it in your pocket, like, or when you're talking on the phone, shouldn't have it here. Like, you shouldn't have it. Like, it's, you're pressing it against your bloody brain. Who's had tingly hands from holding it too long and watching something? Your hand starts going numb and tingly. Anyone had that? Because the blood's rushing out of your hand because you're keeping it up. Man. Maybe, or is it? <laughs> <laughs> is it though? See, we do back it up with facts. We do. <laughs> we do. Well, I've only because I've. We've got a walk and talking <laughs> encyclopedia like over um, here. I think we need to wrap up. Wrap yeah, up? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. But this, ladies and gents, this is just a, a, a tiny snippet of um, what we have been open to and what we've been we've seen with our own eyes. We can't sway anyone's opinions and we can't sit here and say, look, all this is 100% factual. But this is going from experts that have helped build these apps and these platforms and yes, they are tools that are meant to enhance our lives. However, when a tool becomes a problem and doesn't and stops you from actually getting on with what you want to be doing in life and creates this morph of yourself that just spends 95% of your life. Yeah, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. It's just a problem. So yeah, let's but watch these documentaries. Yeah. Become aware and don't let our kids down because yeah. that is what it's all about yeah, we're not saying social media is a bad thing just be aware mm. we're just saying yeah get to know what it really is yeah there's loads of different problems we've got stranger danger that was out and we there's a different view on social media the dark side another dark side to social media but actually just being mindful and being open um to some of the stuff that's been floating about out there because it's happening we're in it ai let's do it the time is now we've been here to listen feel like we need an interesting fact to leave on that one. Uh, I, I was just pointless thinking pointless of like pointless the AI fact. is like, onto us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are we going to do to keep them? <laughs> like, like, oh, don't. Like, they're lo- they're going to lose them. Yeah, we'll like, let's, uh, throw de- some stuff they really like. I don't think the AI is bothered that anyone is aware. Right? No. I think they no, know. They they've know. got it in the bag, man. It's done.